Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I wanted to talk about the economic implications that all of this hath wrought. And uh, to do that, we go to our friend John Turley Ewart, risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Street's John, did you have a tumultuous ride looking at the markets today? Uh, it was a crazy ride, and I would recommend financial distancing to all your <laughs> your listeners today. That is, don't look at your portfolios. Yeah, this is going to be a choppy ride for how long, you figure? Well, I mean, th- this we're looking at three to six months. Let, let me just quickly paint the picture for you here. Uh, so we had the Dow Jones, uh, you know, down today about 11. We had the TSX Composite down uh, roughly 10. Uh, crude oil down over 9%. Uh, and importantly, and which I haven't seen any mention of, we had data out of China, which is very important. So we are looking at the impact of, of uh, COVID-19 on China. Uh, industrial output fell in China by 13.5% in January, February 2020. Uh, Retail sales down 20.5% in the same period. Capital investment down 24.5%. Urban unemployment up 6.2%. And here's the big one, John. China's GDP contracted 13% in January and February because of COVID-19. So a recession seems unavoidable. Yeah, we're we're getting uh, you know rate cuts from the Fed, from the Bank of Canada. Uh, we're 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 basically having activities put in place to help get us out of recession. They're expecting uh, that we are in a recession or going to be in a recession, at least in the next quarter or two. But that injection of liquidity, uh, and I guess stateside, it was like uh, what five hundred billion plus two hundred billion more. Uh, here in Canada, I guess, have been substantially less, but I mean, economies of scale and all. But we didn't follow uh, when they dropped, the Fed dropped uh, a full basis point or a full point, I guess, yesterday. Uh, we haven't followed suit right now. They're zero to, to uh, 25 basis points, and we're still sitting at 75. Are we going to follow suit? Well, you know, really what those rate cuts are for right now, John, are, are to help ensure market functions well, that they don't have problems. They were having some issues with treasuries and mortgage-backed securities in the U.S. The Fed rate cut uh, helped ensure that that liquidity was there. I can't say the same thing is happening here in Canada. And remember, John, the, the, what's happened here is demand destruction. You've had a, a reduction in the demand for goods and services. The Bank of Canada can't generate that demand. We're, this is where we need economic uh, stimulus uh, rather than uh, simple financial uh, efforts by the Bank of Canada to re- reduce lending rates. I think we'll probably will see uh, rates go down further. Uh, but what we need is an economic stimulus plan. And uh, Mr. Trudeau today, unfortunately, didn't say anything to that. So what do you think a new fiscal package ought to look like? Well, I mean, one of the things we have to think about, for example, is how do we get money in people's pockets so they feel secure, so they can go out and buy goods and services again? For example, EI right now covers 55% of your uh, your income. What if we, we boosted that to 85%? 
so that folks had more money in their pockets, let's say for a shorter period of time. Uh, we could look at uh, a tax holiday uh, for our small and medium-sized businesses so that the, cap, uh, the, the cash they have uh, in, their, in their accounts can be put towards spending. You know, what we don't want to see is that 13% reduction in GDP that we've seen in China. All right. And so uh, what did the timeline look like for you in this best case scenario? I mean, if the government decided 85 percent of an EI payout rather than 55 percent and uh, a tax holiday for businesses uh, temporarily. But what does that mean? We're looking at uh, a time period of three to six months for that, I would say. And that's uh, time to when we think we can get this under control. This is not uh, this virus will not be defeated in the next couple of weeks. This is going to be a three to six month process where we beat this thing. And so we have to have that, that support during that period of time while we work through uh, COVID-19. What you're saying is we need an economic Marshall Plan, you know, that rebuilt Europe effectively. Is that right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, again, we have an economic sudden stop, and this is what's causing uh, major anxiety. It's causing portfolios to, you know, uh, be wiped out in, in many instances, and, or maybe not wiped out, but seriously damaged. Uh, and this is why I'm also, uh, you know, cautioning people, financial distancing. Don't, you know, this is, you shouldn't really be selling into this market. Uh, and, you know, things will rebound, but we just need time and we need that fiscal stimulus package to do it. Yeah, because I'm hearing, you know, the fundamentals are still sound. This is not like the bank meltdown of 2008, you know, where the whole system was ready to collapse. The fundamentals, there are good companies and businesses out there and, uh, you know, it's just a, a case of consumer confidence, or you say demand. Demand's not driving it right now. Uh, am I right about that? Yeah, absolutely. So we're not talking about a financial stop where we have, you know, big bank failures like Lehman Brothers. What we're talking about is a sudden economic stop where, because of the virus, people are being isolated in their homes or being asked to stay at and work from home and not go out and spend money. So all we need to do is get over this uh, virus and then get back out and spending again. But let's make sure that people have money to spend when that time comes. John Turley-Ewart, risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Streets. You know, I got a lot of calls earlier today from people and I didn't have an answer for them because I'm sure the government has not yet uh, crystallized any kind of firm answer. You know, people in the gig economy, uh, independent contractors, some folks who may not have contributed to EI recently, uh, you know, the small freelancer and so on and so forth. Who's looking out for them? Well, you know, this is a concern. I don't think uh, anyone is. And I'm hoping that one of the things they will look out, look at, the government that is, is people who have contributed to EI in the past uh, may be able to access, access it for the next three to four months or six months uh, so that they can help soften the blow of this, this entire COVID-19 economic stop. And the reason that's so important is people have, as freelancers, contributed in the past, um, but perhaps they haven't done so in the past two or three years. But that money sitting in there, they have contributed and they should have access to it. Yeah, I would think sooner than later, there's so much anxiety. I could hear it in their voices. And I mean, everybody's now walking on eggshells. Uh, how soon should this government be coming up? And I'm talking federally, I guess, more so than uh, provincially, but both parts have to play their role. Uh, shouldn't they be doing that as a priority right now? 
Absolutely. I was very concerned when, when the prime minister was asked today, what does he have to say to people who are worried about their RSPs and portfolios? Uh, he dismissed that and said that's something uh, we'll talk about in the midterm uh, and, uh, as we deal with the, the current crisis and trying to deal with people with you know, gaining access to food and rent. But what I would say is the people who have those portfolios and are worried are the ones who drive the economy. They can't be an afterthought. They have to be a primary thought as well. You know, uh, I'm sure there's a cost affixed to all of this if you're talking about tax holidays and topping up EI from 55 to 85 percent if it were to come to pass. Uh, but do we say damn the torpedoes are the cost, uh, even if it means going into a deep, deep deficit? Uh, now we don't quibble over those things. We just need remediation. We need remediation. John, I think it would be much better to be in a, a couple of quarters of recession and then bounce out of it uh, and then you know, look at the landscape and see how we can recoup that money than it would be to be in a recession and then that turns into a depression over the next two years. Yeah, and uh, not to be overly critical of our uh, political leaders, but I mean, we did have flush times up until this thing blindsided us. We would have been better served, would we not have, uh, if we had some powder dry uh, still in the hopper to maybe address these contingencies? Well, you know, I do think we have money that we can use. We could have had a lot more if if we had had prudent uh, management, but that's not what we saw, particularly in in Ontario, and we haven't seen that uh, in Ottawa. But I would not say we don't have any, you know, powder to fire. We have we have ammunition here. Uh, the thing is, is we need to start using it. All right. Well, uh, we've got. Two budgets, but one's going to be delayed now provincially March 25th. I guess uh, Rod Phillips has decided an economic statement is more appropriate given the vagaries of late. And then you've got the federal finance minister, Bill Morneau, who was slated to come out with his budget uh, March 30th. But again, you know, changing the figures and the calculus and so on and so forth. In a perfect setting, I mean, both levels of government uh, working here, I mean, you've already sort of given us an indication of where they, you think they ought to go. Anything more you wanted to add? Well, I think the key thing is for the, the provincial governments to coordinate their economic response. And, you know, Christian Freeland today was talking about how they were working with the provinces. I'd like to see that plan laid out. How are we doing that across the country? Uh, Ottawa working with the provinces to have a combined fiscal response to deal with this crisis. And shutting down small businesses like uh, restaurants and bars as of midnight have to comply. This is a health order now from the local health authority, Dr. Eileen Davila. I mean, you know, effectively uh, everything kind of grinding to a halt except for essential services necessary to do, or is it economically damaging and maybe a bridge too far? Well, as I've mentioned before, the, the virus is the problem, and we need to stop that so we can get back up on our feet and then build the economy uh, back up. And do you think uh, there would be such pent-up demand once we kind of clear ourselves out of this, flatten the curve, and uh, get a sense that, you know, the worst is over? Uh, is it going to come shooting right back like it's on rocket fuel? Well, it may, it may not come shooting right back. I don't think it'll be a V-bounce. It might be uh, more of a U-bounce. Uh, it might take a little bit longer. But, John, I think when we're through this, you know, people are going to think back to those happy days and uh, be out spending again, going out for dinner. You know, after you're cooped up in your house and you've watched everything on Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Crave, you know, yeah. it's, time, it's time to get out and, you know, have a party, right? I, well, I would say, yeah, and hopefully <laughs> uh, we can see ourselves through to that time. John, it's always great to get your insights. I appreciate it, and we'll talk again uh, before too long. Thank you so much. John turley York, risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Streets.
Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 